0: Four. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be a leader lead.
1: what's up everybody welcome back to the championship leadership podcast this is your host Nate Bailey and today incredible conversation as always a fellow Minnesotan although uh, I I grew up in the great state of Wisconsin he grew up in Iowa so I don't know if he claims Minnesota but I I, I do live here so fellow Minnesotan from Edina just outside of the Twin Cities and uh, Brandon T Adams is a guest today he is a real estate coach video marketing and branding expert a TV producer, Emmy award winner. Um, he's done a, a lot of incredible things in a short amount of time. He's only 30 years old, a lot of life ahead of him, uh, but had a great conversation. It was a fun, it was a fun episode. Uh, one, one of my favorites to date and uh, just high energy and a lot of great information that I know that you guys are going to uh, really extract and be able to take and put into place for your life as well. Very inspiring. Uh, you can check out Brandon T Adams at Brandon You can follow him on all of the social social media sites as well at Brandon T Adams. Instagram is his favorite. Uh, so go check him out, follow him and see what he's up to. He's got a podcast as well. So uh, with that, I want to introduce you to Brandon T Adams. Hey, what's up everybody. Welcome back to the championship leadership podcast. Today we got Brandon T Adams just outside of uh, the Twin Cities in Edina, Minnesota, which is probably about an hour from where I'm at. So, small world, but thanks for being here, man. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me. You just I found out that we're, we're both in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I do a lot of these podcasts, and I think this might be the first, first one I have done with uh, someone else from the state. So Nice, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, we could check that box off, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's hop into it. The first question i like to ask is the name of the podcast is Championship Leadership. What comes to mind for you? What does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that?
2: Yeah, I think a championship leadership, uh, I think it's being the best you. Um, I'm very competitive. I played football, I played rugby. As a speaker, as a producer and coach, I, I just wanna be the best I can be. And I think everybody should do that. I think yeah. everybody should have that mindset because honestly, if you're not trying to be the best, you're, you're living a mediocre average life, which I think is, it's letting yourself down personally. Um, yeah. I think it's just being the best you can be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you could tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and maybe kind of the path that's gotten you to what you are doing today so that we can get to know you a little bit better.
2: So go back memory lane. I grew up yeah. in a small town in Iowa. Grew up in a town of 700 people. The town is Garneville, Iowa. And I actually grew up in a business. My dad sold packaged dice for a living. So he probably won't meet another a TV producer that also sold ice in his life. Right. So I sold packaged ice for a living with my father. I got to see what it was like to sell ice and learn from working with customers and the ups and downs of business. Where my life changed is I went to college and it changed in a couple ways. For one, I got a 1.68 GPA. I was doing a lot of drugs and alcohol and I literally had no idea what I wanted with my life, which college kids tend to do that. And where I really kind of figured out what I, what life was about was when I read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And there's a lot of people like, oh, he read Think and Grow Rich. So he, yeah. he's like the next coach. He's a spiritual person or he, <laughs> he understands business. I didn't yeah. read it. I, I lived it and I studied it and I've even produced a movie on it. And so Think and Grow Rich for me made me realize that anything's possible if you put your mind to it, if you surround yourself around the right people but also the champion mindset is you don't quit until you get what you want no matter like you just you have to make sacrifices you have to put in the work and so after I read that book I realized anything was possible and where I kind of got my first experience and became an expert in something was in 2015 I well 2014 actually I started building my brand as a crowdfunding expert so I was helping people raise money and raising money for inventions, for ideas, for books and so I was doing crowdfunding. There's Kickstarter, Indiegogo and so where I kind of got my break, where I got my name made for myself was uh, the podcaster John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire. He had come on my podcast show and at the end of every show I say, hey, how can I help you? How can I support you? I'm a crowdfunding expert. I didn't know he was about to do a, he wanted to do a campaign for his book called The Freedom Journal. Um, That podcast show led to me working with him. Five months later, we, we launched the Freedom Journal. It became the fifth largest crowdfunding campaign in history. We did $453,000 in 33 days and a building three schools for Pencils of Promise. And so that kind of started my career in the crowdfunding space. And then I started working with other influential people. So I worked with uh, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, X Prize. Uh, we crowdfunded the movie Thinking Rich a Legacy based on the book Thinking Rich. And so I became known as a guy to help people raise money. And then, where I transitioned into more of what I do today is one of the key components of raising money that I found out was for one, storytelling, but two, it was through video. So, we had to create a video to portray our product, portray our message, portray what we were doing. And I became obsessed with doing video. I liked to be in front of the camera, I liked how it could draw emotion for people to get them to pull money out of their pocket and give it to you. And so, I really just went all in on that aspect. In 2016, I created a show with a guy named Greg Roulette called Ambitious Adventures. It was a hard run and we, we put a lot of time and effort. We ended up getting the show on the Entrepreneur Network and then eventually uh, Facebook Watch when it first came out and then uh, on Amazon. And then I went and did a couple other shows. And uh, so I became a TV producer. And then uh, in 2018, my wife and I, before moving to Minneapolis, um, we, we traveled the country and filmed a TV series called Success in Your City or we traveled the country to figure out what success even meant. And, and along the way, we interviewed celebrities, athletes, average people, people that were homeless, Uber driving, you, you name it, we interviewed them. Mm-hmm. And we created a series around this, which ultimately uh, one of the episodes won uh, multiple Emmy <laughs> Awards. And so that's, that's how I got to where I am today. So now I I do speaking well not really so much right now uh, yeah, right. I do Zoom speaking yeah. um, and uh, I produce video content I help people produce content to build their brand online.
1: It's an incredible story and yeah so if you're listening depending on when this is we're going through the the, the pandemic right now right so, so not a lot of live event speaking going on but plenty of virtual um, but that's an incredible story I had John Lee Dubas on the show a while back as well um, and that's. You know, by Good simply like asking, yeah, great guy, great guy. Um, simply by asking that question and, and looking to see if you could help somebody else out, what kind of a uh, snowball effect that the, that created for you inside of your life?
2: Oh man, I mean, if John Lee Dumas alone, like I, my strategy for getting my name for myself was targeting an influential person and working with them. So in this case, was targeting a top podcaster who ended up working with me, and then from that. I mean I've been on a show four times if you want to look at a financial standpoint one time I was on the show I generated I got $50,000 in revenue from one episode I went on wow. um, and it led for me getting the name for myself other people worked with me and it started my career it literally yeah. did I talk about it a lot but it, it was a starting point for my career because I showed I proved my worthiness and my abilities to an influential person and that testimonial credibility and, and his sphere of influence literally allowed me to work with a lot of other people. I'm forever grateful for it. Um, but I think anybody, if you want to become known as the best in your space, work with the top 1%, show one very influential person what you're made of, and they will help you get other people to work with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, um, you know, where does this drive come from for you? I know you, you give a lot of credit to Think and Grow Rich, the book, yeah. of course, but, but also kind of feel like this is – this has been a part of you for a long time. Is there some people that, that kind of model this way of living and being for you? Or is this something that you just inherently always kind of had inside of you? Or where does that come from?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's multiple. I, I believe I was born with it with some drive. But one of the things I look back, I've been in a lot of deep, like uh, we call coaching programs or, or deep work on myself. Mm-hmm. Like I once did a training called MITT, which is a transformational training that changed my life. And I found out that a lot of my wanting to achieve came back to my childhood. When I was a kid, I was born with a speech impediment, so I had a lisp. And some people would have guessed that today because I'm speaking and doing podcasts and all this stuff. But I had a speech impediment, and so I got bullied, and, and I wasn't like everybody else. For me, I hated that, and I always wanted to prove to everybody I was worthy. So eventually, I overcame my speech impediment. But it, it looked into other areas of my life. I built this habit of always achieve, a trophy, a win something, prove that I am worthy, prove that I am the person that I can be. And so that's kind of what motivated me in good areas and bad. Um, and luckily, three years ago, I kind of saw that's what was driving me and I made some tweaks in my, my habits. But that, that was one thing. And then two, I guess, knowing that I don't want to wake up one day and, and be that guy that says, ah, shit, I wish I would have did that or what if. I don't want to be the what if. I want to really live life to the fullest. And, and when my day comes to an end and God, I see Him, I, I want to say that I did everything that I could. And um, I think we all should kind of look at life that way because a lot of people, they say, when people are on their deathbed, a lot of things they do is they'll say how they, they lived life on other people's terms and, and they didn't do everything they wanted to because they wanted to really make other people happy. For me, I want to make myself happy and yeah. I want to enjoy life in the process.
1: Yeah. What are some of the, if you could tell us a little bit more about the project where you went across the country with your wife and interviewed Ah. all these success stories? Like, where did that come from? And also, maybe, what are some of the the greatest lessons that you learned through that experience?
2: It's hard to travel the country and film a TV show.
1: (laughs) I believe that. Uh,
2: I was uh, sitting on a beach in Puerto Rico with my uh, wife today, and it was uh, almost exactly three years ago. It'll be June 9th. Uh, will be three years ago that we're sitting in Puerto Rico and I had made money in business and I had achieved like success in different ways. And I, I just got through this, this training i I went through and I realized I wanted more in life. I wanted to like do something crazy and I really loved video content and I, I just got done doing a TV show and we decided we weren't going to do another season of the show. And so on that beach having a margarita, my wife and I talked about this idea of traveling the country and and going and living at that time 12 cities in 12 months okay and filming a TV t-series on it and most people when they're drinking and have ideas like that's all i ever, ever it is right like yeah, yeah. You have the idea that it doesn't go anywhere well after we got back from puerto rico and at the time we we're living in florida we decided okay let's do this so we we gathered a team we put a plan together and december 27th of that year we we left our home in iowa at the time and we started our road trip around the country, and so our first stop was Scottsdale, Arizona. We went there. We featured a Shea Hillenbrand; he had played for the Red Sox. He played for, uh, well, he played Dodgers. He was a two-time All Star. We yeah. featured his story, and then we went to Texas, and then we, after Texas, we realized twelve cities is a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we cut it back. We ended up going to five cities that we featured, and so along that way, in that process, we learned a lot. I mean, we we lived in those cities in 2018 but also during this time we sold our house we sold 99% of our things these are things we did after two cities and we're like man we don't need these things anymore mm-hmm. sold our house sold 99% of our things and i sold a couple businesses and uh we also got married in the same year so we did all these crazy things in a year yeah and i learned for success it's what you make it you know society is going to tell you like success is the material things it's having maybe the large following it's having a lot of money which money is powerful but really success is what you make it and really figuring out what success even means to you which that in itself is that's the obstacle Figuring okay what what do I want what do I value because you don't always know that We're, we're in this journey in life and so for me I realized success for me is doing what I love which is communicating speaking going on shows podcasting and specifically creating video content a way that inspires motivates and educates others and just be the best at it and enjoying life along the way so that's my version of success and I guess I always encourage people to figure out what success means to them if you want to be a great coach become the best coach you want to be a great athlete become the best athlete become the best at what you want to do you want to be a great mom hey become the best damn mom you can be yeah figure out what you want to do and be the best at it that is success to you don't live life on other people's terms and so I guess long story short, that's what I learned in the journey. And uh, it was fun. Something I'll never forget, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. I, I, a good friend, he, he uh, Nate Bagley, but uh, he went around the country and he kind of did something similar, but he he interviewed, like he's a big into relationships and marriage. And so he went around and found yeah. like, people that had amazing uh, relationships and marriages and, and uh, what what made them tick and what was the reasons that they were so good. So anyway, that made me think of that. That's cool. What, what brought you into the real estate world with uh, helping real estate agents to, you know, brand through video? Or- yeah.
2: Yeah. So funny thing. A lot of people don't know. I actually sold real estate in 2012. Okay. I, I sold for three years. The reason I got my license and sold real estate is some guy told me I couldn't pass my exam the first time and it pissed me <laughs> off. So I went past <laughs> the exam and he became my broker. And yeah, <laughs> And so I sold real estate for a while on the side. I was that guy that did on the side and I left real estate because I had no intention. I wanted to do what I'm doing today. Yeah. And, and so I've coached and worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs, but what I noticed is I started working with a lot of real estate agents
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I enjoy work with agents, specifically yeah. the agents of Keller Williams. And, yeah. and so what I did is I started focusing on that niche. I saw the, the feedback from the market. I saw, hey, I like working with real estate agents and they like working with me. It works out well. Yeah. So I started really catering to that audience. And uh, before COVID hit, I was actually in the process of getting my license again just to go on referral. Uh-huh. I don't ever want to sell a home again, yeah. but you can make money referring to other agents. I have agents all over the country,
1: yeah. but also
2: it's a branding move for me because it helps me speak to more agents. I speak yeah. to uh, teams. Um, and also just just kind of building my brain in that space. I'm halfway through the 90 hours of training. Um, I can't go anywhere in my state to take the test, which sucks, yeah. um, but I'm gonna get my license just to put in referral status. And uh, yeah, I guess it all kind of came about after you work with enough people, as you know, I'm sure you have a niche too, yeah. You start you start learning like, oh, Joe, who's 42 years old, who sells real estate, same i see a lot of joes around that want to work yeah, with. right and I'm like, okay i'm going to work with the joes mm-hmm. and so that's where i focus on the real estate space and i love it i enjoy working with agents and and helping them utilize this thing called a phone to yeah. create daily video content to build awareness online
1: well yeah that's extremely important right now right and what do you see there with the people that you're working with is there You know, I think of today, like a lot of people are doing video, but is there still a lot of resistance out there for for people to put themselves out there like that?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are are having obstacles with creating video content, specifically putting their face on camera because they're afraid, like a lot of people, they're afraid what people are going to think of them. They're afraid their story doesn't matter. And they, who who am I to go on and be in front of the camera? And they're afraid people are going to think they're boasting or showing off. But honestly, it's for people they need to get over that and the fact that like hey I'm worried what people are gonna think of you no matter what people are gonna judge you I have right. people that love me and I have people that hate me yeah. and it's because I'm well putting myself out there on social media but that I think that's proof that hey, I'm doing something right when I'm getting hate Absolutely. and so um, stand for something show who you are what you do and, and if you're looking at specifically in real estate or any any field people buy from who they like trust and know they buy from people they can connect with. And they buy into the stories the best way to really show who you are as a person what you do and, and share your story is through creating videos whether it's a Facebook live uploading videos doing Facebook ads and when you consistently put out this video content people see you they're more likely to reach out to you and they're more likely to buy from you and for me I saw the results of my own business from landing big speaking gigs and coaching deals advisory deals from people that literally DM me from watching my videos leading to a call that closed a deal and then me also working with people so like real estate agents I work with they'll create content so I show them how to do it overcome that fear and then share their story which results in people reaching out to them to say hey can you list my home or hey can I work with you in buying a home which for them results in a deal it's a powerful thing I think we all should really utilize the power of social media and video I don't know what it's gonna be in five years I and mean, we got VR and all these things coming yeah, right. But right now this thing called a phone and uh, a camera on it use that damn thing and and show the world who you are and it'll help you in your business
1: yeah absolutely and it you know it doesn't feel like it's going away anytime soon like you said so no. yeah, take advantage of it quit fighting the uh the technology okay. embrace it so um what's what's a like this is a question i love to ask what's a critical moment defining moment kind of that fork in the road where obviously you have you did make the decision that you had because you are where you are today. But had you not, you know, life could look very differently. I think there's a lot of people, entrepreneurs, business owners that listen into the show that, that could very well be in that moment right now. And it's just powerful to hear other people and how they navigated those times and, and uh, came out the other side. Is there a moment that sticks out to you?
2: There's a lot. Um, yeah. I've had a lot of defying moments. And as you probably know, like when you're going after a big goal and you're looking to do massive things, there's a lot of positive and there's a lot of like, experience you'll get that aren't desirable from it. And I mean I've faced bankruptcy before. I've uh, I've seen the lows, I've seen the highs, and and ultimately what I found out is when you're hitting like the lowest moment, whether it's a financial situation or a hardship in your business or relationships, usually what happens is if you keep pushing through that moment, sometimes your greatest successes happen beyond that. I'll give you one example. Uh, I'll give you two. So in 2014, I, uh, I went to start this product development company in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, I, I told my girlfriend, now my wife today, to leave her full-time job and we we're going to go start this company. And uh, we had some money lined up, investment. We, uh, we had our office picked out. We put down deposit, got an a apartment. We had a business plan. I spent thousands of dollars on a lawyer to put all this stuff together. We moved to the city. Last minute, I realized this deal was going to be really long-term bad for me. Uh, We had to drop it going from having all this money to go and pursue this endeavor. And my wife thinking she's getting a full-time job to us wondering how the hell we're going to pay rent.
0: It kind of hit rock bottom. I
2: felt like, man, I'm a fucking loser. Like how my wife or girlfriend at the time, like probably wants to leave me. Like I just let her down this gauntlet. Yeah. And and that was tough for me. But I look at that. That was a success in disguise because what happened is because that endeavor didn't move forward, I had to turn to something else. And what I turned to is crowdfunding, and that's where I got my experience and led me to becoming a crowdfunding expert, which ultimately led me to producing shows. Right. Um, so I think everybody should look back. I mean, you look at some of the hardest moments in our life. They ultimately led to a great success. Yeah. And, and one other experience I had that I share because I want to show you a, a, lo- a very low moment. As entrepreneurs, we all go through them if you're doing things at a high level. When I did the, the travel around the country, and my wife and I wrote about this in our book. When we traveled the country, we did our first city in January. And we went with no distribution deal. So usually, what happens is when people go do a show, they have a network that give them money to go produce it. So what I was doing is I was taking money out my own pocket and also doing some fundraising along the way and in terms of helping people help fund it. And so we did our first city. It cost way more than I thought it would. But then what I found out is that December I actually had an event. If you guys remember in LA during the fires. Well, my event went from being a huge revenue generator that year because we were selling masterminds and coaching programs to like a fifth of the people showing up and, and it cost me a negative wow. 50 grand. And then <laughs> literally a month later, I went through a buyout of a business partner. When, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. I had All these things happen to me. And I got to the point come February that I was like, shit, what am I going to do? My banker was calling me. Negative thousands of bank account. I couldn't make any bills. I didn't have enough credit on my credit cards even buy food. And my my girlfriend at the time was like, "Wow, like, what are we gonna do? We gotta go home." I didn't want to quit. Like, I never wanted to quit. And I was like on my last just thread. I didn't know what to do anymore. It was so depressing. It was hard, but I kept pushing forward. And I'm like questioning myself. I'm sending emails. I'm doing this. Doing the meetings. And you know, I was at a piece because it was Valentine's day and I had like a hundred dollars left to credit. Um, and I said, I'm going to take my girlfriend that I love to dinner. I don't got much left. And I shouldn't spend on this, but I'm taking her to dinner. Yeah. We went to dinner and we had a good night and we forgot about all our problems. And literally it was a few days later. I had, I had closed one of my biggest deals in, in the history of my life yeah. where I made more than that deal that I made in the previous like 18 months. And so like i was like i hit the lottery so i went from being so broke to having endless amount of money and i guess the the lesson there is sometimes our greatest successes are beyond our darkest times we are being tested whether it's a higher power whatever you consider it we're being tested in life and if we just keep pushing forward and really have faith i really believe you'll find your success yeah long story short to answer your question my defining moments have happened many times when I was at my lowest times, but I've learned after having enough of them, and I'm only 30, but being three years old, looking at my life in the last 10 years, all those moments in my life that were a setback ultimately led to me into a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, that's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. That's, it's great. And it is, it's just continuing to move forward. Like you said, you mentioned a little bit, I mean, that's, the pure definition of faith. If you really are convicted in what it is that you're doing and the vision that you have for yourself, I think, you know, championship leaders have an incredible vision and the courage to execute on those when everybody thinks cr- everyone else is looking at them like they're crazy. Right. And, uh, it's yeah. just the fortitude to be able to continue to push through and, and see the great things. That's the way and great things. Do happen. Mindset. So that's powerful. Thank you so much. Um, I want to respect your time. Uh, so we'll wrap this up with the one last question. What is, uh, if there's one or two things that you could give the listeners today that if they implemented and put into action today would help them move forward. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, there's a few I'll throw off one read the book, thinking of rich, it'll change your life Two, first figure out what you want in life. What is it you want to become known for? What What do you want your legacy to be? And what, what are you going to enjoy doing? So figure that out and then figure out how you can be the best at doing it in our society today for one, it's, it's all about marketing. It's always been about marketing yourself and, and how you can really sell your services. So utilize social media, utilize video. And, and again, how I've started my career and how a lot of people can get their stuff out there is find five people, five, 10 people you wanna be in business with or you wanna work with and find a way to make them money. Make them money and they will reciprocate and they will help you make money. I know that sounds really businessy but that's literally the truth. If you can make influential people money, they will help you in return and you might become really good friends with them, yeah. um, which you ultimately will. And then they will become your inner circle because you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so once you start spending your, your time with people that are very influential and very wealthy and, or whatever it is you want to become, mm-hmm. um, you'll become that yourself. So mm-hmm. I guess that's my best advice and, and do what you love. Life is so freaking short, man. We, we don't know how long we have on this earth. Right. You don't spend it doing what you love. What's the point?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that, and that's powerful. So, thank you. Um, what are a few ways that the listeners can follow you and find out more about what you got going on?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, message me on uh, social media. I'm on social media, all platforms, at brennan T. Adams. My favorite one is Instagram. get it's Brandon T. Adams. My name. If you guys want to check out my website? You can go to com.
1: Appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much for t- uh, spending some time and. We're not that far away, so hopefully, we get to connect here. Yeah, I sure. really appreciate it. Let's go. Let's go. In 05 and
0: 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. Marriage has never been better than this, and we got three kids. That's who I do it for. I'm called to be a leader. I'm a leader, way. I'm a leader. We can do anything we want. Look, if I said it, then I've it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast. They